Welcome to Mtunuwatu, a bi-weekly production where we discuss social justice, religion, humanity, and culture. Mtunuwatu is a Swahili proverb that means a person is people. The proverb is used to remind people the importance of teamwork. Individually, we are weak, but together we are strong. Welcome. So last time we, t- we, we studied uh, the discussion on developing cultural sensitivity, and now uh, we said that we'll pick up where we left last time and continue with the discussion. And so welcome everyone. Uh, this is Mutuniwatu, um, and we're continuing with our discussion uh, for, uh, from the, the last time, our last podcast, um, regarding uh, developing cultural sensitivity. And maybe just to, to recap a little bit of what we talked about uh, last time, maybe just briefly, uh, can you guys maybe try to just tell people what culture sensitivity is? Well, um, culture sensitivity is basically, in short, being aware of other people's culture and learning to be live with it and just be aware of it and not try to be ignorant or anything like that. And yeah. also to not make assumption about one's culture and thinking that you know everything about that specific culture, but actually taking the time to do research and actually knowing the truth about that specific culture and respecting that culture in itself. That's true. And uh, how about why, why is it important? Why is culture sensitivity important? It's it's important because you can you you could think that you know something about a specific culture and you think that you're doing all the right things, but in... Like in opposite, you you could actually be disrespecting that that culture. So it's really important to actually, like I said, research about that culture and actually know more information about the specific culture that you yes. might be interested in, and like be knowledgeable about it before you start. You know, judging. Yeah, judging it. And uh, we also talked a little bit about biases, uh, and uh, you know, we all have one of those. Uh, every human being, you can't say you're perfect. You don't. You're not biased about stuff. So how does that really affect culture sensitivity? Well, being biased, um, it means that you're like siding on one thing or your your mindset is on on one side, but you're trying to talk to people as a general, but you feel some type of way about one thing, so then you just base that, um, your opinion based on, on that. And that's yeah. really bad because if you put that as culture, we're all different. Mm-hmm. So you cannot be biased towards other people because we're all different. True. That's great. So let's let's now jump to what, uh, to, to like this, uh, the new uh, question that I had for you uh, to, uh, that I wanted to bring to, to this discussion today. Mm-hmm. Um, how does cultural sensitivity affect like people, health workers? And I'm saying health workers because I know you guys uh, nurses and work at the hospital. And so I, I was just thinking about them. Like, I don't know how, um, how does that really affect uh, your job as a nurse and as a health worker? Mm, I think there's a, there's a, there's a good and a bad way <laughs> of when, when culture sensitive, culture sensitivity plays into effect when it comes into like health, healthcare workers in general. Um, yeah. I feel like, Depending on how you handle it, you can get different reactions because, of course, being a healthcare worker and you see a lot of people from different different places that come to the hospital to get treated mm-hmm. and you have to be really aware and really be knowledgeable about about that specific culture of that 
of that patient that you're treating because there's different things that plays into place, like how they receive medication, how you communicate with them plays into place about, you know, this, whatever culture they're, they're in. So you really have to now it's like it's common sense, but also really have to be aware about their culture to, you know, to be able yeah. to take care of them properly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, culture sensitivity is a really big thing, especially in healthcare because we do meet with such a diverse amount of people yeah. and there's different backgrounds and different cultures and, you know, things that we're not even aware of that we don't even know, but we try our best to know about all those things so yeah. that we could better take care of them because it, it does um, affect their health a lot mm-hmm. um, considering if someone... Um, in a different culture, eats different types of food, but um, with the medical condition that they have, they don't want to eat certain types of food mm-hmm. because that's not in their culture. We have to be sensitive in that, that we have to try to figure out a way to approach that so that they get what they want, respecting their culture, so that we also are, um, take care of them even better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So do you think like uh, they have enough training? Do like health workers that get a a really good training on that, like uh, to be sensitive to people's culture, so they can help them well. Um, I don't like we were talking about before. I feel like it's more of a of a common sense type of a thing than like a a huge training because we we don't receive like a huge training about you know how to respect different cultures it's just more of a common sense so if you get somebody who's from like um india or let's say africa or anything like that you know you have to they'll tell you what what they don't what they don't feel comfortable in doing and you just Mm -hmm. have to respect that as a as a healthcare worker so it's more of a common sense other than you know having like actual training about Mm -hmm. it yeah I think it's also common sense and it's all we do get shown like videos and you just get taught mm-hmm. about like different cultures and in nursing school they do have like um like uh when we learn our fundamentals and all that we talk about different cultures and what they like and don't like it's it's one of the big um concepts that we have to learn yeah. um in school in order to help take care of people even better and we are, I mean, what my teacher would say is, like, you never know until you ask. Yeah. Because we could be taught something in the books about, oh, this culture likes this a certain way or does this a certain way. But then if you, you will never really know unless you ask that person. Maybe it's a lot different than what you were taught, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. So I think it's very important to ask our patients, like, what do you most feel comfortable with? How can I help you? How can I help better take care of you considering yeah. those things? like your culture which is really important yeah so do you think it like the the biases don't you know like as a nurse your bias you know thing that you have doesn't really affect your job at all like it shouldn't it shouldn't it shouldn't you should put that aside Mm -hmm. put it aside because we all we all have it so what what do you do like because it's it's there (laughs) how do you just say i'm gonna take this bias and put on the corner then just like help this person I, I mean, it's it's really hard because in your mind you're like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. This is definitely like, crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. But yeah. you know, you, you have to try to think about like the patient, like as a whole, and yeah. their well being, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and their well being also, you know, 
um, includes their culture as well and yeah. what yeah. they feel comfortable with. So, if that's what they feel comfortable with, you know, why question it? That's them. Yeah. So, especially like I like what you were saying, how they would come to the hospital and they would be put like on a specific medication or like even a diet, and you know somebody has been like that specific patient could be could be on a uh, has been on a diet for all of their life a specific yeah. diet so they come to the hospital and we find there's like something in their system that is not right and so they have to be like on a, on a specific diet at the hospital yeah but the food that they're supposed to eat they, they, they their body is not going to agree with that or they're not supposed to eat that yeah. in their culture so like you being a medical <laughs> field, being a nurse or a doctor, you know, having to advise that that patient that you know you're supposed to be on this diet, but he's been he's been eating like like yeah, certain yeah. amount of food all his life and yeah. starting to eat this other thing that she he he or she is told at the hospital that can be you know quite a challenge yeah, yeah. a challenge so you know you just have to respect what their choices is and just yeah. go with it yeah it's a little crazy yeah. <laughs> So what? It, uh, so I guess you guys talked about how the training is like. It's just a bunch of videos and videos, um, sessions, and, and like uh, you learn are those things. videos really helpful at all? Or you, mm. do you think it's just like the I, I basics? Feel like, I feel like they can go more in depth. I think they yeah. could. Yeah. I think they could do better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think what would be very fun, especially with culture sensitivity, is having like stimulate uh, simulations and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in yeah. which yeah. you yeah. like go in and you talk to a certain patient who like. Is from a different culture, like a real culture, or like yeah. a religion, or something like that, and you know, yeah, how, like how, how would they you normally have like that? The, the nursing, um, nursing training that they usually make us do, like almost every month or something like mm-hmm. that, where we go into a room and there's like a, a, a like a medical like scenario, and we yeah. would have to like assess and how do we do this, how do we do that? Yeah. I feel like it would be really nice if we have like a culture sensitivity sensitivity thing training uh, like that. Yeah, training like that it would yeah. be really nice. Yeah. Because culture is changing and like Mm -hmm. there's so many more cultures that we don't know about and there are cultures that we think you know but then like everybody's different personally and they've changed it or they don't in my culture, they do something, but then I don't personally want to do it, so mm-hmm. I don't do it. So yeah. you can't assume that I do it because <laughs> just because the you, other person you've does known it. that this, yeah. yeah. So you know, like in America, there's people that when they see a Muslim, they just assume you're a terrorist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did how about nurses? Like when you see somebody, you know, the you know, a tw- wearing a big old robe and with a Muslim, do do you think that that bias, like whatever assumption, would affect somebody, a nurse, to serve this person and thinking that, or they just don't care? There is a there is a bias because yeah. we're we we oh my goodness we as human beings are just <laughs> we could be terrible sometimes mm-hmm. yeah. and we immediately that's what you'll think but in the healthcare field you're made you're trained to be like okay so you look like this but I want to help you I'm yeah. not treating you because you look a specific way that I want you to look yeah. like no I'm gonna treat you because you're a human being and you're yeah. not feeling well so. I think that's supposed to, how it's supposed to be, you know, yeah. like, you know making those assumptions. Yeah. You know, that just because somebody's Muslim, then, oh, man, what if he's a terrorist? Yeah, and of course, yeah. a lot of, there's a lot of people, sadly to say, there's a lot of people in the healthcare workers who are very biased, yeah. you know. So, but I feel like, like, just like what Christina was saying, it's important to, like, put your own feelings aside and just so, taking care of that patient yeah. and that person that comes into the hospital. Yeah. No, so, do you guys think like uh, the 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 this culture sensitivity might 
maybe uh, yeah, may affect uh, the doctor patient relationship oh, in yeah. a way. Yeah, most definitely. And so, and if if it does, uh, how does that affect the relationship? Well, it would make patients be less trustworthy of mm-hmm. doctors. Yeah, and it would like. We already have an issue already as it is with doctor-patient um, relationships because yeah. some patients don't feel like the doctor doesn't spend yeah. enough time. Mm-hmm. Or, like, they, some patients, like, I know in my culture, they just don't, some people don't trust doctors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they rather find their own way of healing. Or some people go over there because they think the doctor's going to provide some kind of medication and that's all they're there for. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah. um, it's different, but I feel like, Cultural sensitivity is very important, especially with that relationship, because you are dealing with someone's health. Yeah. And they're supposed to trust you. And if they they feel like you're being biased towards them or they feel like you're treating them a certain way based on their culture and what like where they come from, that's not going to be good. They're not going to no. want to come yeah, back to definitely. you. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it's really important like for like the doctors to be really sensitive to one's culture really honestly and just like you were saying it's important to create that the trust between a doctor and a patient because if a patient can't trust you and you you you're not able to hear them out honestly there's no trust there and they're not going to be able to you know let you take care of them and the most important thing is to have that uh, to be able to take care of that patient but you're not going to be able to take care of that patient fully if you don't really understand and take the time to actually listen to him yeah um, to whatever that they're trying to tell you, so it's really important to create that trust. Yeah, I used to. We used to have a a, a doctor from his name. He was from Ghana, uh, from uh, Nigeria. Mm-hmm. He he was like the best doctor ever, like very thorough. But the problem if you go see him, he just waits forever outside of the lobby. Wow, <laughs> and I hated that. <laughs> but he's really really good. You know, I you know I don't think that's being culturally biased, but I feel like he he just spends so much time with anybody that goes into mm-hmm. his office to make sure that they're you know well taken care of. Wow. You know, and some people did not like to go to him because of that, like because Americans are just time 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 yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> you know, so yeah, so I think that's very important that you know. A doctor needs somebody. You have to be comfortable with your doctor to be able to yeah. tell him what's going on with yeah. you. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, some things you're like, I don't know if I can tell the doctor that. Yeah, because he's already looking at me with like a judging mm-hmm. face. Yeah, <laughs> I've said this one thing, so yeah. I'm not gonna say anything else. Mm-hmm. They, they're not gonna be able to diagnose you very well. Yeah. if they don't know everything. Yeah. So how about in education? What, what do you guys think? <laughs> how does uh, this affect ed- teachers and educators? Hmm. Go ahead. You were talking about it earlier. You you guys came here young from Africa (laughs) and had to go to schools in America. How did the teachers treat you guys? Mm. Like, Did they even care about your culture and how you think and and all that stuff? (laughs) I think there was like two different sides. Yeah. You either had a teacher that was, that thought you didn't know anything because you were from somewhere else. Yeah. Or you had a teacher that, you know, was not, you know, just didn't like you because they felt like they had to take more time, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And I've had teachers like that. I mean, I had a teacher that, my math teacher, like when I first came, when I first got here. Yeah. And I had an issue with understanding, like, the language. And I didn't understand. And so the ESL program that we had at the school said, you know, if, you ha- if you're having trouble, 
you know, come down to the ESL classroom and we'll help, we'll take the time to like really teach you so that the teacher doesn't have to take the time to, to teach you in class. Yeah. Um, so I would ask her, like, can I go down so that they can further explain it to me, especially before a test? Because like, that's a test. Like, yeah. I really need to do well. So I really need to understand what I'm doing. And she would be mad. Like, she would get mad. Because like I asked this, this one student yeah, taking like all my time. Why do you need special <laughs> attention? Why do you need all this stuff? Yeah. I'm like, I don't understand. Yeah. And I'm trying to pass this class. So I mean, I think you'd be happy that I'm trying to pass. Yeah. But. Yeah. I think that I think I think for me I feel like in education that's this is paramount. Mm-hmm. This is very important. Because yeah. there's no way you're gonna help somebody from like Saudi Arabia or you know, China mm-hmm. or Africa. Uh, as a teacher, you don't even you're not sensitive to the culture. The yeah. culture, you know, yeah. there's no way the kid would be able to even like, want to be in that class at all. Mm-mm. Or when you when you like you're saying that some teachers feel like you like you're taking so much of their time, mm-hmm. and they have other students help you, mm-hmm. you know, or they call you out in front of everybody because they think you don't know anything. Yeah, yeah so. when you just don't understand the language, <laughs> but you know it, you yeah. just don't understand the yeah. language or how to explain it. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was me in middle school. Yeah. Oh, it was so bad because there's, there's, you, I, I, I had one of the teachers who were just, oh my God, he spoke so fast. He was yeah. going so fast with everything. So then all of a sudden I was like, I rose my, I, I, I raised my hand and I was like, can you repeat that again? And he was like, am I going too fast for you? And I was like, yes, you're going too fast. Can you slow down? And he was like, oh, he said something that, it was really rude. I mean, he was like, <laughs> <laughs> He was really rude, and he was like, um, um, so he said something about like, this is what happened when, I don't know, I can't, I can't even, I can't even repeat it verbatim. But it was more in the lines of like, um, you should, you should try to get more English help if you, you don't understand what I'm trying, what I'm trying to like say. So he was basically implying for me to get like more English lessons. You so need then, to speak better. English. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't have to. You know, you can still slow down. He was yeah. going so fast, but he wasn't aware that there was. It wasn't just even me. There was like other other students, like two yeah. other students who were, who had like English was a second language to them. So mm. I'm the only one who who happened to speak up. So. He wasn't like noticing other children, like other kids who, you know, who English, English is not really like their best thing. So yeah. like for him to at least slow down a little bit so we can under, so we can all understand what he's trying, what he's trying to teach us. That was, that was like a huge, like a, yeah. about to spread like an argument yeah. in class just because I rose my hand and asked him to slow down. So I feel like a lot of teachers could be a little bit sensitive, you know, and yeah. try to understand that, you know, some some students need, need a little bit of help than other students and just be, yeah. you know, respectful of that. And, and I feel like some, some, some people here in America feel like, I've heard some people actually say that, like, like oh, I, they think because you just don't speak English, so you're uneducated. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! I, that, that, I, was that was assumed. That was that was. How me. does that yeah. even make any sense? So what? So English is what makes you educated, just because you don't <laughs> speak. You could be speaking like you're not educated as, because you don't speak English. But you speak like six different, six different languages. languages. You just don't speak English. <laughs> exactly. Just English and, is the one I don't speak. You're uneducated. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was assumed that that was us. Like we yeah. were, like I said, like we we were we had ESL classes when we were you know little, even like in elementary school, yeah. going into middle school, and then um, for most of high school. And it came to a point where we 
we knew that we didn't need like ESL anymore. We appreciated that we had it, but it came to a point where we wanted to take more advanced classes. But because English was a second language to mm-hmm. us, and they, they saw it, it yeah. yeah, they kept on they kept on pushing us into ESL classes. Mm-hmm. And then they had this test that we always had to take to see if like our English has advanced yeah. and. We would pass it every time we would take it, but yet yeah, they still pushed us to ESL. <laughs> I don't know if they were like wanting numbers to stay the same in ESL, oh, but whatever the case may be, it irritated me so much because I couldn't advance into yeah. more further classes just because they wanted to keep me in ESL. In ESL, yeah. and they didn't th- they didn't think that I was like. For me, I feel like they didn't think that I was smart enough to go into those higher classes, yeah. so they kept me in ESL, and that annoyed me so much. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, that's that's that'd be so exhausting, you know. Like, and it's it's sad that somebody thinks that just because you don't speak good English, then you're dumb. Mm-hmm. No, that doesn't mean anything, you know. Like I've I've met some people that don't speak English, but they're so good at math. That yeah. <laughs> that's exactly, it's the language. It's just the language, just one language, mm-hmm. you know, that you don't speak. Yeah. You know, and there's and, some and, and I don't know, why, I don't even understand why they keep saying that English is your second language. Mm-hmm. No, it's not my second language. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know other language. Exactly, I understand other languages. You know, it could that's be not my. That's not English is my fourth, fifth language. That's Sixth, I, yeah. exactly. <laughs> 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 why, why do they why do you think they say that like all the I time like, oh, English is your second language yeah like you it's could, not you my could, second language you could know like French Spanish and all that stuff and then you just happen to know English so how is it a second language second. yeah I never understood that yeah. I, I never mm-hmm. understood that and yeah, I always I wonder understand. why they say that like is the in coming here you could have like degrees yeah at um, home like yeah. you're so yeah. Smart, so sharp, and you get here, and because you don't know English, you have to start Mm -hmm. over. You could have. I knew someone who came here as a. He had a doctor. He was a doctor Mm -hmm. back home. Came here, started level one. I know. Oh my god! You can't even get that job. You have to start. I was like, oh my goodness, so horrible. That would annoy me. And 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 what what people don't understand sometimes, like there's people that come here and they're already speaking like. Some people speak like up to seven languages Mm -hmm. when, when they get here. And then they're like, you need to go to English as your second language. It's like, <laughs> it's not my second language. I, I speak seven more languages than, yeah. than, you know. It doesn't make sense to me when people say stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, so that's when people being in, insensitive about other people's culture and yeah. you know their 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 you know achievements from their own countries, mm-hmm. you know, and and it's wrong. So, uh, so how did you guys deal with this? Uh, all these discriminations and. You're wasting my time. You're you're not learning. I'm spending so much time with you, and I have all these other students that I need to help because you don't speak English. Work hard. <laughs> I just made sure that my voice was heard, honestly. Because yeah. if I feel like I'm not like retaining information well, yeah. I will raise my hand and ask yeah. the teacher, you know, to you know work better with the the way I am able to adjust, like. To adjust in a yeah. way, so but if they if I feel like they're not respecting what I'm trying to say, of course then I will go to either like the principal and stuff like that and see if there's another way that I can approach. Yeah, another way of learning that I can approach. So I just make sure that my voice is heard, that they're able to understand that you know this is the way I'm able to learn, yeah. and if you're not able to accommodate me, I can find different ways, you know, for me to be able to do that. So yeah, all, all I did was run to ESL. Yeah, that was like a safe haven. As much as I didn't really <laughs> like 
think I needed it. Yeah. But it was like, okay, if you're not going to take the time to actually sit down with me and teach me this, because I get it. Yeah. You're busy. You've got plenty of other students. But there's someone down there that's dedicated that's going to sit next to me <laughs> and show me step by step what I need to know. Yeah. So I'm going to go there so I can learn instead yeah. of like, you know, taking up your time in the classroom. So, but at least you guys, by that time, you you, you spoke some English. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how these other, like, like African brothers and sisters that just came here, they don't, don't even know how to say that mm. or no, don't even know how to advocate for themselves. What kind of advice would you give them? Find someone either in your family that's, that, that is able to speak English very well and then see if they can help you in school yeah. with that. Yeah. Because one of the things that, one of the things that's kind of getting to me is like uh, our family that just recently came to, to America yeah. and, um, some of them are in high school right now, and they're taking classes like American history. Yeah. They know nothing about American history. It's very difficult. Yeah. yeah. How do you, how are you supposed don't know to pass a class that yeah. you don't know nothing about? Like they don't know anything about American yeah. history. So whenever they have like, I know Delphi was like asking me questions about it, and I was able to help them. But then seeing seeing him having to do that by himself, that's that's a little bit hard. And he yeah. just recently arrived, and then he has to he does he know he he doesn't know anything about American yeah. history. So like, how is he supposed to pass that class? How is that supposed to help him? So, and I asked him like like how are you going to your teachers? Are they helping you? He's like, yeah, they're helping me. But when they when they're explaining it to them, I I still don't understand because Mm -hmm. this is not something that I'm aware of. So I feel like, I feel like the teachers could be a little bit more understanding knowing that, you know, if they're new to the, you know, to the country, you know, they're not going to know anything about American history. So it's something that's going to take time. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard. And I felt really bad Mm -hmm. that, you know, that they have to do those. Because I I was like, I remember (laughs) when I was doing them and I was like, oh my goodness, that stuff is really hard. And even when I, I knew a lot more English than they know now, even then I was like, oh my goodness, this is still really hard Mm -hmm. because you really have to know and understand very well to be able to get it. And But I feel like the most important thing would be for them to take initiative and and try to advocate for themselves because you can't just... I don't understand, and then just let it slide. Yeah, you cannot do that now, because then you're never going to learn. You actually have to put yourself out there, cultural sensitivity or not. Mm-hmm. This is your education. This is what matters. You need to be able to speak up for yourself, mm-hmm. and even if it means calling up somebody that knows English and having them talk to your teacher and be like, "He doesn't yeah. really understand this. Let me try to explain <clears throat> it to him the best way that I can." Mm-hmm. You know, that's also important if you need like help with homework take it to somebody that can help you and you know try to learn from it don't just you know let them do the work but actually try to learn from it take initiative mm-hmm. and advocate for yourself because it's your education they're not everybody that's helping is always going to be there so you're gonna have to put something in your brain mm-hmm. yeah you know, so. and and you know like going back to that like you know teachers like americans talk talk their, their language is just not really english it's all a bunch of idioms Mm-hmm. When people are talking, and then you you you're in the middle of learning English, and they're using <laughs> stuff like cut it off, you know, like so you're like, what is what does that really mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly. You know, yeah. So it makes it even more harder because you you're just learning the simplest, you know, you're just 
plain simple English, yeah. but then they're using idioms and idioms every every Which every few seconds, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so it makes it much 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 harder when they use stuff like that. Because some of these boys comes here sometimes, and we try to talk to help them understand some of the idioms that Americans use. Mm. And then, and then you you find them more surprised. I, my teacher's been saying this every every day, but I I just say yeah, I just say yeah. I don't you know what. That. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know what it means. But then all of a sudden you figure, oh, that's what it means, you know. Mm-hmm. Like the other day, I was talking to to uh, uh, you, you uh, what's on a day, and his the teacher keeps saying, uh, better late than never. Because he's always late with his homework, yeah. but he doesn't know that. He's always say, "Yeah, yeah, better late than never." Yeah, and then we explain what he meant. It's like, "Oh, now it makes sense." <laughs> so I'm always late with my, but I, whenever I take a teacher, teacher say, "Better late than never," but now he understands what that means, you yeah. know. So I think also with people, sensitivity also goes to language because, yeah. you know, when you're talking to somebody, but but I don't know how to tune yourself that way, like to. To get to the, okay, I'm talking to somebody from Africa. I'm, I should try to avoid all this hard words. All these hard words. Yeah, words <laughs> How do you do that? How do you deal with that, you guys? Like, like when you're talking to a patient at the hospital, he's from India. You have to try to dumb down. Your <laughs> and how do you tune your mind all of a sudden to, to go there? I think, uh, I think it's because we've been doing it for like a while. Yeah. You just kind of you just kind of go with the floor, like especially I know for me if if they speak a different language, yeah. I try like because I, I tend you to talk really slow, fast, yeah, yeah. but I I tend to talk slower and yeah. making sure that they're understanding what I'm I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. So definitely, and then the eye eye contact. Yeah. But you know, some patient, you know, you from a different culture, they don't like the don't whole look. eye contact. <laughs> so you know, yeah. you just kind of <laughs> you just yeah, come inside. And, hands, <laughs> and, and you use your hands too, right? Yeah, a lot yeah. of nonverbal communication. Mm-hmm. A lot of like, so you slow down. Sometimes I use one word at a time. I'll be like, see yeah. the this and this. Mm. Which one? You know, you just try to. Slowly, the best slowly, thing you can because I'm like uh, I don't know Spanish I don't yeah. <laughs> definitely don't know any other way <laughs> so you know pictures um, non a lot of nonverbal that's the best way that yeah. you can do it yeah you know and uh, you know like uh, I, I like I took a class in uh, interrogations and uh, interviews interrogation like the you know when people do interviews mm-hmm. for uh, suspects or just witnesses and stuff that you can also get to deal with this culture stuff and, and and stuff, and so there's in some cultures there's like people use finger signs and signs and might mean something mm-hmm. different. How do you how do you make sure that they understand when you're using your signs and sign language? Hmm. When they're using sign when language, you're using sign when language, when I'm using sign language, yeah, because it might mean totally something different to some of the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just you just hope I just yeah. hope most yeah. of the time we're just I'm really praying that they understand yeah. Yeah. and if they don't I ask you know you yeah. I take get a translator 
I get a translator. <laughs> yeah, I know we have a translator. Sometimes, like, it, we only have one per unit, so yeah. they, they're probably like using it at a different room. So yeah. I just have, I, I ask the charge nurse if I can use my phone, and then I just usually go there yeah. and talk whatever language it is, and I pray to God that the actual the, the translator is actually explaining <laughs> what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, <laughs> and in the end, I learned a different word from a different language. So, you know. I was talking to some guy at the, at the courthouse, and, you know, some people here in America like to call people like this, like, oh. and I'm like, do you not do that when you go to Africa? We don't call people this. No, this, that's just rude. Yeah, that's very bad. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, well, why is it so bad? Like, as I was trying to explain to, to, to him, like, in Africa, you do this, somebody feels like you're, like, like you're calling like a, a cat or something, yeah. like, like a dog mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. You know, it's very mean to do that. Yeah. And he was so shocked that, because that, he uses it all the time, like this. <laughs> yeah, don't do that to me. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, and so that's why I was saying about all those signs and finger signs and mm-hmm. and stuff like that can be confusing. You know, it's yeah. as much as some are universes, not a, not a lot of them are universal. Mm-hmm. You know, it can be very very confusing. You know, mm-hmm. and so yeah, so so I think this cultural sensitivity goes like it, it affects everything pretty much. How you yeah. in your language, your actions. Mm-hmm. Uh, how you talk, you know, like pretty much. I don't think you can get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> like it covers everything yeah. in in uh, in all. You can't really get away with it. So, so what do you guys think? People, the best way to to always be aware of it. Like, what is the best way to be aware? To to always be aware that of all the biases and. I need to be sensitive here, and uh, maybe it's okay here. How do you constantly switch? Educate yourself. Yeah, that's the most important thing: is to educate yourself. Try to know everything about the world that you can. Mm -hmm. Travel, you know, see different things, talk to different people. Don't just stay in your own world because you're not gonna you're not going to be sensitive to those things because you won't know about it. Yeah. So you have to, to, in order to be aware, you have to be aware and to, you have to educate yourself in, in those in those places and try to understand and try to think of yourself in those people's shoes. Like, how would you react if someone was, you know, treating you that, that way because you didn't know the language or you're from a different culture or they don't just, they just don't like what you do or the culture that you're from, you know, it wouldn't feel too good. So I think putting yourself in, in someone else's shoe and educating yourself and, you know, learning them the most that you can. Cause that's what mm-hmm. we try to do when we come here in order yeah. to know more about the culture yeah. here. We, yeah. we evolve, we like get into it. We, yeah. The TV shows, you know, what you, what people do when certain events go on and things like that. Like, I didn't know a lot of things, but, you know, when you involve yourself in those things, you get to know a lot more. That's how things work out. Yeah. yeah, definitely educate yeah. yourself is really important. And don't don't assume you know, like, a specific culture without really researching about it and actually knowing about it. So don't assume that you know, like, a specific thing about that culture. So definitely educating yourself is important. Yeah. Yeah. That's very good. So yeah, so I think that's, I think that will cover most of the stuff uh, we wanted to talk about, and mm-hmm. you know, like I said, the culture sensitivity, even you know, like for example, even the way you dress, like mm-hmm. you, you can see like all these Africans, in with a bunch of stuff, you know, a bunch of stuff everywhere and clothes, <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, 
And then people look at him like, why, why are they putting all these things in the heat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like summer, it's like 90, 90 degrees outside. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. but that's how they feel comfortable. Yeah, you know? <laughs> but somebody like will look at that and, and just yeah. judge. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, immediately, immediately judge. Mm-hmm. You know, why is he wearing so much like that? And and it's so hot. Yeah, you know, it's cold outside, and she's wearing a long old house. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so, we also look at them and we're like, yeah, how can they <laughs> wear something the short like that? Yeah. <laughs> and my grandma was like that yeah. when we first came to America. Yeah, like. It was it was snowing when we first got here in 2004. It was snowy. <laughs> and then she was like we would go outside and she would just walk around and then she would see somebody with like shorts and it would be snowing. Yeah. Like, is it not cold? Is it not cold? <laughs> but you know, but they're so they're so like used to it. Yeah, used yeah. to it so to the point where it's 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 nothing to them. But yeah. we're over here with like so much coats, like layers layers upon coats. Yeah. Because it's so cold, so awesome. every culture is different. Yeah, so <laughs> But as the guy says, like you just have to educate yourself and mm-hmm. learn and give people some room, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. yeah, you know, don't don't just be so uptight with everything. Mm-hmm. Like if they're not doing it my way, mm-hmm. then it's wrong, you yeah. know. I think we have to allow ourselves to, you know, to learn and to educate ourselves about all these different cultures. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And, and uh, uh, hopefully, we can, uh, you know. Put that out there to other people, and people may get something and to learn from, and be able to be sensitive to other people too. Yeah, definitely. And that'll be very, very, very helpful. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. You've been listening to Mutinuati Podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening to our show. Don't forget to subscribe and click on that notification button so you get notified when you upload a new episode. You can also listen to all our episodes at mtunuwatu.com or your favorite podcast app. Follow us also on Facebook and Instagram. And thank you very much. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.